Good evening, climbers. It's Patrick James. This is episode eight of From the Bottom Two podcast, talking about my recent milestone, 30 days in a row of meditation on the Insight Timer. As always, you can catch me on email, pjamesvoice at gmail.com, on Twitter at pjvoiceworks, and on my website, pjvoice.net. If you like the show, you think I can help somebody out, you want more people to listen, give me a good review over on iTunes, hit that like button on Stitcher. The more good reviews, the more likes we get, the more visible the show will be and the more people we can help. So once again, brought in by great music from my buddy, Charlie Turner, episode eight from the bottom to 30 days of meditation. Yay. Patrick James here with episode eight of From the Bottom Two podcast. Today we are going to be talking about 30 plus consecutive days of meditating. I promised this episode to you a couple of weeks ago, and well, here it is. A couple of things we're going to touch on today are some of the sessions that I've had, a couple of stories from particularly interesting meditation sessions I've had, the different kinds of meditation I've learned about, guided versus unguided, mindfulness, vipassana, meditation music things that I like, things that I dislike, and some of the issues that I'm starting to come up against now that I've been doing this for a while and some of the changes that I think still need to be made. So before we get into the review of meditation itself, I'll give you the update on my three different tasks, I suppose is the best way to put it. The first one, obviously meditation's going well. I'm, I want to say 45 consecutive days using the Insight Timer. I'm finding that to be a really great tool for me to use that keeps track of all the time I've spent meditating consecutive days different sessions that I've had, like how long they are. It also contains different guided meditations you can use. Since I'm still new at the practice, I don't like going it on my own every day. There are days that I do go unguided, but a majority of my sessions are done with a voice in my head, basically, a guided, somebody who knows what they're doing, telling me the steps to take, which I highly recommend when you're just starting. I still would say if you're just starting out, get the Headspace app, do the Take 10, give that a shot. And then once you've graduated from the Take 10, you don't feel like paying $30 a month, get either the Calm or the Insight Timer. I've heard good things about Calm. I personally use the Insight Timer. It's been great for me. Highly recommend it. The hydration is still going pretty well. It's not as good as I was when I first started. A little bit more caffeine has drifted into my daily routines. Part of that's because I've been really tired lately. I believe that's the result of number three. I've been working out every single day, getting up at 5.30. I have realized the necessity of taking days off. I have scheduled in an off day now of Sunday. I tried not to the first week, went a full like week and a half, and then I hit a wall, and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, I, I can't even get up right now. So I took two days off last week just to kind of get my body back into the swing of day on, day on, day on, day off, day on, day on, day on, day off to give myself some time to recuperate and build up some of the muscle reserves that, I mean, if you do any research into working out, you're supposed to take time off every so often to give your body a chance to recover and recuperate. So 30 days consecutive of meditation, what have I learned? Well, I've learned that there are a couple of different kinds of meditation, even in the Buddhism meditation, not even covering TM or transcendental meditation, which I haven't even dipped my toe into yet, but I have learned about uh, Vipassana. 
let me, let me, let me say this one right. Vipassana meditation, which is a body scan kind of evolution from the mindfulness breath meditation that we all start on that I'm still in that mindfulness breath area of meditation, which I'm still finding to be mostly helpful. Uh, I've also discovered compassion, loving kindness, or meta meditation, which is something I'm going to try to focus on a little bit more going forward. I still have negative thoughts towards myself and other people occasionally take over my mind. I'd like that not to happen. And from all the research and the things I've read between Dan Harris, Joseph Goldstein, Sharon Salzman, and Sam Harris, that this is kind of the best way to go about getting some of those thoughts a little more under control. Now, I do have periods of time during the day when I can actually shut down the quote-unquote monkey mind and have a nice session of clarity for five, ten minutes at a time, which is very, very nice. And the peaks and valleys of the, again, quote-unquote monkey mind, the voice in your head, haven't been as harsh or as bad, which I greatly appreciate because I'm not being as reactive to things. I'm not flying as far off the handle as I was known to do in the past. Now, there have been a couple of meditation sessions that I found to be particularly interesting. One session in particular, a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a unguided meditation. I find I only do the unguided meditation when I'm very well rested. Usually on Saturdays, I'll try to do 15 to 30 minutes of unguided meditation because I'm usually pretty well rested on Saturday. I can sleep in a half hour or so, get my day started a little bit later than 5.30 in the morning. One of these days, as I was meditating, about 10 minutes into a 15-minute session, I actually had a vision. Now, it wasn't like a, I saw God, I saw angels, I saw demons sort of vision. It was a vision of just like a room in a house with some nice couches, and it was very fleeting, only about five seconds, but it was very interesting that I even had that. Like, it was very clear in the back of my eyelids, this scene, and it's not like anything I've really experienced before outside of maybe a dream state. So that's something that I want to do a little bit more research in, or at least hope to replicate at some point. I'm not sure how I got there. I know that it's not something I think will be able to happen in the guided meditations, but since I'm doing mostly guided meditations, it's something that I'm going to have to see if it happens on these weekend sessions where I'm doing something a little less guided. Another interesting thing that I've noticed through doing the guided and unguided sessions is I do have a distinct like and dislike for certain styles. I am very much in the Sam Harris non-secular meditation thing. I'm not a terribly religious person. I've never been a terribly religious person. So I find the meditations that go a little more into the woo-woo spiritual side of things and use the really affected, you are very tired and awake at the same time kind of meditations just don't really do it for me. I do experiment. I try a lot of different guided ones. I am starting to narrow down ones I like and dislike, but I do find the ones that are very... I'm just going to come out and say it, very hippie-oriented, just do not do it for me. If the meditator sounds something like, and love yourself and everyone around you, I'm probably tuning out, and that's when the voice in my head starts going really loud, like, why are you doing this? What, What is this? This is stupid. I still get through the session. I still try to focus on my breath and bring myself back to a, a state of mindfulness. Doesn't always work. I've also found that when... It's one of those more afflicted or possibly even somebody with a more monotone voice that if I'm a little tired or if I'm meditating for a longer session, because I've tried sessions up to 45 minutes long, I just can't make it through them all the way. And I will nod off or pass out. Like I've definitely felt myself nodding my head forward while I'm trying to meditate and then having to kind of snap myself out of it and be like, whoa, 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 this isn't this isn't the goal of this. You're not supposed to be falling asleep. You're supposed to be exploring your mind. 
And that's something that as I've been doing a little bit more meditation, I'm starting to realize is kind of the basis of it is not only quieting that voice, but exploring your mind, figuring out how your own individual mind works so that when stressful or unique situations come up, you have a better basis of how your mind's going to react. So if it's a adverse reaction, a reaction that you're not really keen on having, you can sort of prep yourself and keep that reaction from fully realizing itself and fully coming out and wrecking your chances at holding on to your job, having your relationship go the way it wants to. You don't end up, well, I guess you just, I haven't really had the urge to yell and scream at anybody, which is something that I've always fought the urge to, but every so often it breaks out and I'm like, you're an idiot, shut up, leave me alone. I haven't had that overwhelming urge to tell somebody to shut up and go away in a while. So I'll take that as a big solid win in this category. As I'd mentioned, I'm, I'm looking currently into trying to find some more favorites. I can say if you're using the Insight Timer, any of the ones by Joseph Goldstein, who also has a book that I'm going to recommend at the end, I will have a list of books to read at the end. I've read a couple of them, a couple that I know I want to read that are coming up next next in my reading queue that I'm going to recommend to you guys to, to go out and learn a little bit more about the meditation practice be it the more spiritual side of the Buddhism of it, something a little more secular. There's a great book by Sam Harris that's out or just the one I used to get started. I know I've mentioned it before, 10% Happier by Dan Harris. But these meditation, I guess, quote unquote gurus have different guided meditations on the insight timer that I found really good. I've also found that there are a couple of music tracks that are like meditation music, which isn't really music to me. I mean, I've, I grew up as a classic rock oldies kind of guy. And I listened to a lot of hip hop in the nineties. So I'm very used to vocal music. I did get into some instrumental guitar, but I found that there's too much going on in instrumental guitar for it to really work for this. But they do have again on the insight timer. And also I've seen playlists on Spotify that have meditation music. Those are interesting. I know one session I did a meditation music and my meditation felt really, really weird. It was a 20 minute long track that felt like it was about 10 minutes long. And my mind was very quiet because I was very focused on the different like bells and ambient sounds that they use to create, I hate using this word, soundscape for you to meditate over top of. That's something I'm going to try a little bit more going forward as I try to transition away from going guided every single day, maybe replace some of those guided sessions with sessions that involve the music. So that's pretty much my update on the different kinds of meditations I've been doing. Some of the benefits I've, I've experienced. I do notice that I need a little less sleep, even though I've been tired. I'm only running on five and a half, six hours of sleep right now. It does feel like that meditation's cutting up that difference between what I was doing and what I'm doing now. So that's a really good thing, being that my schedule is a little off right now. I'm still trying to work in how to get the meditation and still be able to get to work on time, shower, meditate and do everything that I want to do in the mornings before I have to go out and slave myself at the nine to five job every day. So that's another thing I'm going to keep you guys posted with as I come up with better ways to tweak my schedule that I created for myself. I'll let you guys know how that's going for me. The ups and downs. Like I said, right now, I do feel an overwhelming sense of tired most days. Even this last weekend, I was tired most of the weekend. I didn't really do anything. Saturday, I did a workout and some meditation and Sunday was my off day and it felt really off. <laughs> so as weird as that is to say, you know, off day on your off day, I guess now that I'm trying to get everything going towards being more productive, that I'm finding the days that I'm not productive really infuriating. So that's some of the issues that now that I have a clearer mind that I wanted to, to touch on. Right now, I'm in a state where I've made some positive changes. I'm starting to see some positive results. However, the bigger 
overarching problems I'm having with life, be it I don't make enough money, I'm not where I want to be as far as my family slash relationship life goes, and currently I'm not 100% sure how to proceed to make those things better. I have thought about getting a financial planner, but financial planners cost money, which I don't have, which is why I want to have a financial planner. Things like that keep coming across my mind, and I'm not 100% sure how to proceed. But hey, if you have a good idea on how I can proceed on how to make these things better, please, pjamesvoice at gmail.com, drop me a line. We'll have a discussion back and forth on it. I'd love to hear what you have to say because right now I feel a little bit lost in that department. The other one is one I just mentioned, my weekends. Now that my weekends are the one time in my life that isn't super scheduled outside of maybe an hour and a half in the morning, that's my get up and go routine in the morning, I'm not really sure what to do with myself. I'm not really enjoying playing a ton of video games. Like that was my big thing when I was younger was it's either sports or video games. Right now is a little bit of a slow season for sports. Soccer's off, football's off, basketball's off, hockey's off. Not that I give two craps about basketball or hockey. And baseball is a little bit more of a night game for me. I'm a Dodgers fan. They play out on the West Coast. I usually don't get to see them till 10 o'clock at night. So I'm having all this free time to fill up. And I'm trying to make plans to go out and see friends that I haven't seen in, in years and stuff. But the whole lack of money makes that a little harder. So I've been trying to figure out things I can do on my own to eat up this time productively. That's the big thing. I want to keep the positive momentum of productivity going because I feel better about myself when I'm productive. The times I'm finding that I feel worst about myself are when I'm overly tired and when I haven't done anything to be overly tired. That feeling of tired but unnecessarily so, I find, I'm finding to be really, really bothersome right now. So that's another thing I'm looking forward to figuring out what I can do. Maybe I got to just find a new hobby, something else that I enjoy doing that isn't dependent on having a fat paycheck. I'll work on that. I do need to look for other sources of income, be it get the voice acting off the ground a little bit more, or maybe just find another traditional nine to five job that has a little bit better environment for me. I currently find my job a little underwhelming. It's easy to the point where I have to use maybe 0% of my brain capacity to accomplish scanning papers through a computer system all day. Not ideal when you struggle often with that voice in your head. Being idle mentally is very tough. Even though I'm physically not idle, I'm constantly doing work. It's not the kind of work that's engaging the mental side of my facilities and is leaving me with a lot of time to just think. Now, the meditations helped me with that. I haven't walked out and quit yet, but it's not ideal. The other thing I need to figure out a little bit better, and this kind of ties into the weekend boredom, is how to rest more efficiently. I found myself feeling really off yesterday, Sunday, because I had a full day of rest, and it didn't feel particularly restful. I was very tired when I woke up this morning. After my workout, didn't really give me that energy boost I was looking for. So I'm currently going to be looking for maybe a little bit better way to fill some of my time when there is little motivation for me to do so. Just come up with maybe some tasks or something, have a to-do list of things that I can do on the weekend that will fulfill my time more fulfillingly, (laughs) I guess the best way to to put that. Now, I realize if I was a homeowner, there'd be things like gardening and lawn mowing and maintaining the house that I'd have to worry about. Kids would be an entirely different story. But I also want to have the time as a single male to have this time off, have these rest periods, enjoy them, and still be productive. So those are some more goals I have going forward, some things I need to parse through and figure out on my own. Now, I'm going to make you three book recommendations 
based on the meditations that I've been doing, the books that I've read or am in the process of reading, and the books that I want to read. The first one, and I can't recommend this book enough, I've recommended it to probably about a half dozen people so far, is 10% Happier by Dan Harris. It's a very interesting trip. It's more autobiographical than it is strictly meditation-based, but it's about Dan Harris's trip through the worlds of spirituality and the introduction to meditation and how he came about being somebody that now meditates every single day. Very interesting, well-written, quick read, about 250 to 300 pages. I blew through it in about two days, three days. Shouldn't take you much more in a week. Very, very quick and easy. The next one is Mindfulness, A Practical Guide to Awakening by Dr. Joseph Goldstein. He is one of the preeminent meditation scholars in America. He spent time in India, Burma, the Philippines, Thailand, all of these different places learning from all of the great Eastern minds in meditation and has become one of the great American minds in meditation. I highly recommend listening to some of his guided meditation on the Insight Timer if you get a chance. The book itself is fascinating. It is very It's very much based on the Buddhism side of it, which is interesting because even if you don't ascribe to the Buddhism, which I certainly do not, knowing the origins of what you're doing is going to be a big help on knowing why it is the way it is, why this practice of meditation is so pervasive throughout the world. I mean, people have been meditating in India, China for thousands of years, the Tibetan monks, thousands of years. Now, if you're looking for something a little bit more straight practical, no religion, no spiritual bent at all. The book Awakened by Sam Harris is something I also recommend. That's the next book on my to-do list. I've listened to Sam Harris speak in many things. He has TED Talks. He's on the podcast circuit. He's been on the Tim Ferriss podcast. He has his own podcast, which I've been listening to a little bit. He's uh, been on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is a great show. If you're not listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, you're doing yourself a disservice. That guy is not only hilarious, but has a wide range of different people on that bring these very interesting and different perspectives that'll just spark your mind, give you little kicks in the butt to be like, oh, that's a great idea. I should look into that. Oh, that's a great idea. I I should look into that. And it'll make you more well-informed on what's going on in the world politically and spiritually. Great show. Can't recommend JRE enough, the Joe Rogan experience. But I've heard Sam Harris on there. I've heard Sam Harris on the Art of Charm podcast. Interesting, interesting guy. Very much looking forward to reading the book. Everything I've known about him, he's known in many circles as the anti-Trump, and he's also very well known for non-secular meditation practices. So if you're looking to get more into meditation without the religious bent, I would highly recommend any of Sam Harris's books for that. So that's going to just about do it for today's show. Once again, I'm your host, Patrick James. This is From the Bottom 2. You can hit me up, email pjamesvoice at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, or you just want to have a little conversation, hit me up there. You can also find me on Twitter at PJ VoiceWorks. We're just about 150 followers. I'm hoping to turn some of those into listeners. Very excited about that as well. You can also get on my website, pjvoice.net. It has a Twitter feed. It has this podcast. It has some of my other voice work demos and stuff. If you want to check that out and see what I do when I'm not doing the podcast and not slaving away scanning documents, that's a great place to go. So until next week, this has been Patrick James. Keep on climbing. Have a great week.